Folks, happy Friday. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Burning Bridges Podcast with Uncle Riles. I'm your host, Uncle Riles himself, here on Friday, May 28th, 529 Central Standard Time. You know, I just got up from taking a nap and I had to take a nap because I was up late last night, uh, but went to bed happy uh, up late last night because Carolina Hurricanes won their opening series in a hard-fought series against the Nashville Predators, and I hope that in the next series against Tampa Bay, I, I don't know if they've released the full schedule yet, but I just hope that there are no more games that start at 9.30. And even though it was it was 8.30 here, Central Standard Time, I was, was still up pretty late. And even after the game that went to overtime, I had a, a sense of a, like an adrenaline rush that I was so excited that I was just – you know, up looking through Kane's Twitter and texting folks and, you know, sending each other these different memes that people were making about their game. So had to get my Friday uh, after work nap in, but I'm definitely coming on here. Beautiful day out today, and so I thought it'd be a good day to come on here and, and talk with y'all, make a podcast. So obviously, we're going to touch uh, talking about the, the Canes a little bit in the next series. I'm uh, going to talk about a couple of our uh, faithful listeners that we've had so far. And going to go through some of the, um, as I've talked on here about fans coming back into stadiums, as we've seen with the NBA playoffs this week, that there there is some downside to that. We're going to get into that here. So, But first to start off, uh, like I said, this is a recommendation from my friend Miranda uh, to go on here and every time I do a show to crack open a brewski and kind of, you know, have this be the beer of the day. So this is a brewski that I bought today. Um after work, this is I went to Total Wine, so they're they're hit a huge uh, array of different brewskis to try. So I think this one's gonna be good. This is the from Dust Hill Brewery. Let's see, what's this have a location on here? Dust Hill Brewery. Uh, Does it say where this is from? I'm assuming it's probably Texas because I never saw this at the Total Wine in, in North Carolina. Dust Hill Brewery Wild Sour Series Limited Release Margarita Ghost. Ghost Ale with sea salt, lime, and orange peel. So I think this is going to be good. So I haven't tried it yet. We'll give it a sip here. Oh, yeah, this is pretty good. Yeah, this is definitely... This is definitely a brewski that I would have again. So I'll put this in the comments again, but for those that maybe missed it, the Dust Hill Wild Sour Series Limited Release Margarita Go. So start with today. So I mentioned him in the last podcast. I talked with y'all. My friend Ricky, who is, I haven't seen him for a while. I probably unfortunately won't see him uh, for a couple, maybe a, at least a year or so, with just the way our schedules. Uh, have lined up with with where we're traveling and whatnot and so he sent me a text the other night after I because I, I talked about him in the last podcast about how my snapchat memories showed up with a year ago I was with him when everything had opened back up in Raleigh like and I would say open back up but it was like we were so happy that hey restaurants could be at 50 percent indoor seating and 75 percent outdoor seating. like we're all fired up and so we were going out and about and he sent me a, a message like, "Hey, I listened to it." And he was like, "Honestly, I feel like I'm I'm sitting here, you know, right with you, uh, bullshitting, having a couple summer shanties and a cigar." So definitely uh, want to give him a shout out. Ricky is uh, definitely a, a, a quality individual. Somebody I went to college with 
actually, here, here's the story. And the first time that I ever got drunk in college was at one of his parties. And so due to the uh, legality of, of things that may be said on this podcast, um, I will not say what age I was. Would would that happen? But actually, it was the the first time that I had had ever got a little banged up. Was his was at his apartment? Was the first time I had a beer? Uh, that would have been a couple weekends before this. But the first time I'd ever gotten you know uh, banged up was at his apartment. And I remember that I, I was in this this stage where I really didn't. I was really didn't drink that much in college or whatnot. And I think Ricky understood. Ricky knew me well enough to know that. Hey, this is a kid that we just need to break him out of a shell a little bit. And so I remember, like him, we had this little uh, event thing for the the program that him and I were involved in, and he was the after party was at his place, and so he had mentioned he's like, "Hey, man, like you're more than welcome to to come over." And I was like, "Yeah, sure, like I'll, I'll come over," thinking like, "Hey, I'm gonna go and I'll probably just sit and, and be social and whatnot." And so I remember I went there and there was everyone was kind of at the party, kind of doing their thing. And so I kind of went and sat one of the the lazy boy chairs that they had there in the living room. Uh, He was also living in the same apartment on Court Street in Bowling Green with, uh, I mentioned my friend Garrett, who I talked about him getting to go to the draft in Cleveland. He also went to Bowling Green, who lives in North Carolina now. So this is their apartment that they lived at in Bowling Green. And so I, the lazy boy, I remember, you know, he comes and he sits in the chair next to me and he's got two Coronas in his hand and he goes, He's like, you like Corona? And I'm like, <laughs> of course. I'm like, well, I've actually never had one. He's like, well, today's your lucky day. And gave me that. And then, you know, that, and then from there, that was all she wrote. So, and then, as I mentioned, Ricky and I, we both lived in, in North Carolina, kind of close to each other. And I want to I wanna bring this into, in, in talking with, with Ricky, but kind of as a segue here to kind of, confess to you all that I am somewhat of a fraud and I think it's good to get this out now until you guys realize later. So I'm, I'm a fraud in the sense of with, as I am with a fan of my NFL team. So in, in this, well, I'll tie back to Ricky here, but basically with, with NFL teams, the way it, it, well, I grew up is in usually in Northwest Ohio, it's usually most people are Lions or Browns fan, difficult Bengals folks in there. And so like growing up, like my Dad and my mom were Lions fans, and it was weird because my grandma and grandpa Lane were both Browns fans, and both teams were so awful growing up. My dad was like, "Hey, if you don't want to cheer for these teams, you don't have to." So I ended up becoming a Colts fan because we get the CBS channel in Fort Wayne. Well, as I got older and I'd gotten to college, a lot of folks had an NFL team, so I was like, "Hey, like I'm big into two Detroit's baseball teams, so I'll kind of like." go and, and follow their football team because I didn't know if I'd ever get, like, because of the the amount of times I clashed with people over Cleveland baseball, I didn't think that cheering for Cleveland football, I just like, I, there's no way I can do that. And so as time went on, you know, I, I moved to Raleigh. It wasn't until this past football season where uh, my friend Ashley and a couple other people that we were close with, and, and like Ricky too, were also, you know, Browns fans where – before this past football season, I would go and, and, and watch uh, most Sundays. I would go over and watch the Browns games with Ricky, where there'd be one Sunday I might be at somewhere in Raleigh, and the next Sunday I'm going down to, to Ricky's to watch games. And it, and it made me realize that I wasn't – I don't know what when the moment was, but I kind of realized that the 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 my need to, I guess, be – because I love sports, you know, as a more of a social aspect – where I was never really big in the NFL, 
So I felt like it was kind of, in a sense, okay, where it's like, you know what, like, I'm big time Ohio State, big time Tigers baseball, but NFL, I'm just kind of like, whatever. So, like, my brother and a bunch of people I went to college with, and even some of the people in North Carolina I'm close with are Browns fans, then I have my folks are Lions fans. So I, I say that I'm a fraud because I'm kind of a, a fan of both, in a sense. And especially with the Browns backer bar that's in Raleigh and getting to whether, you know, watch games with Ashley on Sunday or watch games with Ricky on Sunday, that my need to be social and, (laughs) you know, have mimosas and do Sunday fun day outweighed any loyalty I had to a team in in terms of my my NFL team. So I say that in, in full transparency that I'm somewhat of a fraud. So, like, if Cleveland ever does well, like, I, I've never – you could, in a sense, maybe call me a Fairweather fan. I'll be one of those – and, and I don't like to – especially when it comes to Cleveland, I don't like to be a huge shit talker. So here, here's an, an example. Uh, Frankie, who I, I've talked about him on here, big-time Baltimore Ravens fans. And for any of you that followed football this last season, the Ravens and the Browns played a Monday night game in Cleveland, probably one of the best games of the year. Frankie and Ashley, and Ashley is, is Frankie's girlfriend. Ashley's from Canton, so she's a big-time Browns fan. They came over to an apartment. We watched it. It's a, in, in a game like that where, like, I am a bandwagoner who basically I like sort of cheering for the Browns because I could fit in with all these other people from Ohio. Frankie is like an actual uh, Ravens fan. So during this game going back and forth, like, I'm not going to talk a bunch of shit to him or even get, like, too fired up because he's an actual fan, and I'm just kind of a, a dude who just likes to throw on a jersey and just go out and, and, and go to either the Rickies or the Browns Backward Bar and Raleigh to drink. And so I, I guess it's easier just to say that, and I, and I admit it too because I, I have a Brian Robisky Browns jersey that I bought for $20 off eBay. I also have a – my Lions jersey is a Joey Harrington jersey. Maybe I, I like the, the the Nike jerseys are cool. Maybe one of these days I go get like a Denzel Ward because he played for Ohio State. I actually have a Denzel Ward sticker of him in a Browns uniform on my water bottle new sticker that I got. But it's just funny where the uh, the kind of those the cheap old Reebok jerseys back when Reebok was the sponsor of the of the NFL, and I think it's funny just. Where I go through and I wear that, and people are like, "Is that a Joey Harrington jersey or like the Browns one?" It's uh, Brian Robisky who actually played for Ohio State. He was on a couple of though. He was on both the team, the national championship teams. The and I say national championship as in they made it but got their ass kicked by both Florida and LSU in 06 and 08 respectively. So I had the Brian Robisky jersey that I'll that I'll wear sometimes, and even like you wear it to church or something, and people like come up and be like. Who 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 the heck is that? And I, you know, I kind of explained who the who the player is. So, but but going back to all of that with going back to Ricky though, like all of that, me kind of becoming a somewhat uh, bandwagon or Browns fan, all started with just watching games at his place. In the last game this season, they uh, you can tell, and I've never told this to Ricky, so he's gonna hear it first. I I I could tell in that game, watching Cleveland lose to Kansas City, how you could tell how big of a fan, like, Ricky had waited his whole life to have this. And the Browns were close. I mean, they had – now, granted, in that game when Mahomes got hurt, it was it was Garrett, Ricky, Ricky's wife, 
uh, Taylor, there's there's somebody else there. We all kind of like collectively looked at each other like, oh, cool, if the Browns win this game, good for them. But like everyone's just going to say, oh, like they wouldn't have won if Mahomes got hurt. And so I can tell after that game, Ricky, just, you can tell like the look in his eyes that it was just like, you know, I felt bad because it waited his whole life. Like the Browns had their shot here. And not that their window is closed by any means. I think they'll have a good team coming back this year. But that's one of the things I look forward to whenever you know, I get back and get settled in the North Carolina area. As, as much as I'm going to enjoy this, this next stage of life of going to live some, somewhere new in a different country, I will look forward to having those Sundays of you know waking up and, and getting a good breakfast and, and either you know going out and to a, a bar or brewery somewhere and, and sit with folks and just and watching NFL games or you know going over to Ricky's and having a couple of brewskis and, and, and watching the Browns. And so yeah, that's that's probably all all I got about it him. But definitely Ricky reached out and said, Hey I like enjoy I enjoy listening to the podcast, like hearing 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 you talk and and uh, he kind of hit it best that what he what he said. Hey, he's like, hey, I feel like I'm in here kind of having a conversation with you. Uh, part of me in, in doing this also is kind of this kind of gives me a way to, in a sense, stay in touch with people as I'm kind of out traveling. I'll be gone for for the for the next couple of years. And, and as I told you guys, hopefully there there will come a point where these conversations are not necessarily just me talking about whatever the hell I want to talk about, but I actually can come on here and bring other folks because. I think that the beauty with with podcasting is that there are so many people out there that have have good have a lot of things to say, and and I think I have good things to say. And I think there's probably going to be times that as I'm doing this podcast, I'll probably say some things that, that could I maybe look back and be like ah oh, I could have maybe worded that differently. But I think that um, as a as a society, I think it's good that we 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 take advantage of that uh, the the right of free speech, and a lot of people have different things to talk about. So with that as I'm saying like I want to bring other because bringing other people on here it'll be people most likely that I know to start off with so it's a good way for me to like have a have a conversation with them and they can kind of say whatever they want to say that even in these times here but it's just me talking that hopefully it's 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 a way where it's a weird I guess I feel like in a sense like me doing this it's kind of a way to connect with those folks that are Back home, folks, you know, I'm not going to be able to see that much over over the, the next year or two. Because I'm in this weird phase now where I know that when it's all said and done, I do a thing in Korea and come back. I'm going to be thankful for it, but I'm in this weird phase because I don't know what all of Korea entails. I'm, I'm like, as I'm kind of in San Antonio right now, that I'm kind of like looking back and missing all the folks that are home. And so... I have to rely on a lot of times what these people that I've, I've known that have been to where I'm going to, and they're like, oh, man, I'm so jealous. You're going to love it. And I kind of have to lean on that in, in, in these certain times. And sometimes I, I kind of – I wouldn't say, like, get in the dumps or, like, get depressed, but I kind of feel like, oh, man, like, I I, I'm, I miss everyone. But it'll be it'll be a good experience nonetheless. Uh, also, too, uh, Brian reached out, uh, another guy, a Syracuse grad here. Uh, funny Funny story here. Is talking about Brian at Syracuse today. I was going uh, through the gate, and the security guard was, was scanning my card. And in my vehicle, I have still have the the parking passes from a couple of the NC State football games I have hanging. And so, and I actually this funny today. I think he saw the parking pass. He didn't see my shirt, but I had an NC State shirt on. 
And he's like, oh, you big in NC State basketball? And I told him, I was like, I was like, I've been to a game, but realistically, it's like I like going football. And I asked him, I was like, oh, you like, do you bleed Carolina blue? Because most times people say something about NC State. It's, you know, they are North Carolina Tar Heels fans. He's like, no, nah. he's like, I'm actually, uh, you know, I'm actually doing online classes at Syracuse right now. I'm from that area. And I was like, oh, shit. And so him and I started talking. And so I tell him he if he about – Dino Babers, who was the current Syracuse football coach, but actually when I was at Bowling Green, he was the coach there during my sophomore and junior year. So I bet you I was like, well, hey, like you know Dino, right? He's like, oh, yeah, I, I love that coach. I told him, I was like, well, I've actually met him a couple times because he was the coach at, at Bowling Green when I went there. And so it was funny because I'm like sitting there having a conversation with this guy, and these people probably behind me are like, hey, why in the hell? Like, hurry up. Like, why is this car stopped? So say all that because – uh Syracuse connection to Brian, who's another good friend who reached out and says he in, in, enjoyed listening. And and with that, too, many um, of you guys, that there's certain things you are curious uh, that you want, things that you want me to, to talk about or mention, like for those of you that listen, like most of y'all that are probably listening to this, you have my number or have me on Instagram or something where you could shoot me uh, a text. And as long as it's, you know, not a super uh, crazy topic I'll, I'll definitely i'm all into to kind of dabble in and give my opinion about it so brian hope you're hope you're doing well I, i'm i'm glad you're you're listening i actually surprised brian a couple weeks ago i i had asked me just moved into a new house and so as i was getting rid of a bunch of stuff from my apartment I remember when brian came over a couple saturdays before i was leaving and I was like, because folks are asked, like, oh, like, what are you going to do with, like, your couch and stuff? Like, you got to, like, get it in the store. Because, like, oh, that's something I'm not saying to Korea. And, like, my couch and stuff, like, on the furniture in my apartment. Like, I bought it, like, off Facebook Marketplace. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to, like, probably throw it away. And so Brian was like, oh, like, what are you doing with that, your your table set? I'm like, well, I'm probably going to throw that away, too. He's like, oh, don't throw it away. Uh, like, I'll take it. And so I was getting, like, it was, like, two days before I was getting ready to leave to drive down here to San Antonio. And I was like cleaning stuff out. And I was like, shoot, I still have this table. And so I have a a, uh, a Ford Escape, which is like a kind of a smaller SUV. And I barely could fit this table in there. So I texted Brian his address. Him probably thinking I would have like sent him something in the mail. And Brian shows up from work and here's a uh, table and chair sitting on his, on his, uh, his front doorstep. Because I honestly, in that day too, Brian, you don't know this, but I almost threw, I almost like threw that away and just wasn't even going to say anything to you because I, as I was getting ready to leave Raleigh, I did a, I did a poor job of planning out certain things in terms of like, like it was that day that I was supposed to leave. I actually didn't leave. Supposed to leave like early in the morning and I didn't leave till almost like five because just a lack of planning and getting my apartment clean, cleaned and cleared out and all that stuff. So I almost didn't even bring it down to you, but I was like, you know what? Like I'm going to feel like a dick if he texts me, uh, five days from now, he's like, "Hey, you still have that table?" And I'm like, "No, nah, I threw it away, and I'm in San Antonio now." So, Brian, hope hope the hope the table is uh, treating you well. Uh, I know it's probably hopefully still. I, I washed it the best I could. I know there's been a lot of beer that's been spilled on it um, from certain people. Obviously not me because I can control my alcohol, but other other friends who have have come over to my apartment. Um, so yeah, that's uh, like I said, another shout out for a couple of our listeners here to the Burning Bridges podcast. So 
Talking about your Carolina Hurricanes. All righty, the Canes, I'm telling you, the goddamn cardiac Canes here. Four overtime games in a row. I mean, my goodness. And, and so the last time I talked with you all, it was after, I think it was before Tuesdays. Monday or Tuesdays. This is before game five. So... When I was making that podcast, it was a rough weekend in Nashville. Both those games were double overtime. And so on Tuesday's game, they came out, and and, and sure enough, and, and this is the problem, the Canes only scored first, I think, and out of the six games, they only scored first twice. I feel like every time Nashville would score, it was like when the first two minutes of the first period. So this game on, 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 Friday, on Tuesday, so Nashville scored right away yesterday, and I think – on the game on Tuesday in Game 5, they scored, like, right away as well. I was like, son of a bitch. Like, I know that the team, like, they can come back, but still, it's like, can we come out of the of the, of the the gate in the first period and not act like we got our, our heads stri- stuck up our ass? Like, holy shit. And, and, and Friday's, or not Friday, today's Friday, but Tuesday's game was an absolute doozy. And it was one of those games where, and, and I'll set the preface here, uh, the, the Nashville's goalie, Soros, he played outstanding the entire series. And I just felt like on, on Tuesday's game, we could not get anything past him at all. And it, it, I just had, it just had that vibe, like, where the Canes were down 2-1. to one, And I was just – and after the second period, um, Jordan Frankie, he texted me and was like, dude, I don't have a good feeling about this game. And and like like game one, it was it was tied at after the 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 end of the second period. I think after the game two, I think actually maybe the Kane no not game two game two the Canes were up. But it, even though the Canes were down by a goal, I texted like, dude, I don't have a good feeling at all about this. And I was like, if we lose this game, we're going to Nashville, and Nashville can clinch at home. And it was one of those, and I'm sure sports fans, we all had those. We're like, here, here's a, a good example here. So, like, Ohio State basketball this year, they played their first game. They were the two seed playing Oral, Oral Roberts, I think, was the team they played. I don't even remember. Uh, Oral something. And, like, right off the, the bat, like, Ohio State was, like, hanging in there. But, like, Oral Roberts was, like, making shots of, like, Steph Curry range. And it was just, like, one of those games, like, it was, like, into the, the first half, and I was like, I, but I still had a good feeling. I was like, I just don't have a good feeling about this game. Like, Ohio State's going to lose, and like, and, and sure enough, they got beat. Same with this Canes game on Tuesday, and I was like, God damn, like, we got we to gotta do something. And so, to get down to in the, in the last period, you know, six minutes left, and, and Marty Nate just kind of works some magic behind the net and sneaks the puck in there and, and ties it up. <laughs> and then here we go, uh, third straight overtime game. And so I'm sitting here and I'm like, damn, like, this is a weeknight now. Like, the other two overtime games, it was a Friday night and then it was a Sunday, but the game started, like, in the afternoon. So by the time the second overtime, it was, like, 7 o'clock at night. And so I was like, god damn, like, another overtime game. But then Jordan Stallard scored a goal, like, a minute and a half in. So Canes go up 3-2. They go to Nashville yesterday and it definitely uh, kind of a similar vibe where I didn't feel as nervous because I'm like, well, hey, like the Canes lose this game. Like they're going to take it back. They'll have game seven at home. I mean, obviously anything's possible, but having a game seven in your own building is going to help. Similar vibes. Nashville scores right away in the first period. Four minutes later, Canes get a goal. 
Nashville gets a goal at a five on on a uh, um, another cheap goal. They get the Nashville goes up three one at some point, and that was the first time that any team I think that Nashville had been up by two on the Canes in the entire series. And so I was like, ah shit. Uh, Canes get a power play goal, and then with like I think eight minutes left. Uh, Dougie Hamilton, who a lot of folks is a very good defensive player, but like offensively, some folks think he hasn't been pulling his weight. And this year, he's due for a new contract, so some folks are kind of like, "Hey, do we pay the guy? Like, what what's going on?" He had a, a big goal to tie it, and so they go into overtime. Uh, the Canes end up getting a, an early goal, I think, about about two minutes. And several was happy because not only did the Canes clinched the series, and they're you know moving on. They're going to play uh, Tampa Bay here, the defending champs, in the next round. But Canes won, and everyone you know didn't have to stay up super late because it was already in 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 uh, in the EST. It was already past midnight at that point. I think when the I think it was twelve oh five Eastern Standard Time when when the third period ended, and then they had to take a twenty minute intermission for the before the first overtime period started. So definitely excited for the Canes. Game five or game one. Uh, puck drop is at five PM Eastern Standard Time on this upcoming Sunday. So I'm only have to wait a couple more days till we get Canes hockey again. Um, talking to a couple of folks today, my friend Stephanie, uh, she thinks it's it's gonna be a tough series. I, mean, I know that that uh, Tampa Bay or some folks call them Champa Bay from you know, as they won the Stanley Cup last year, they went back and forth with the Canes this year. Off the top of my head, I don't know the um, the record of the regular season series, and realistically, I could I could I could Google it, but I'm not going to right now. If you're that interested, you can you can go ahead and look. I'm pretty sure that it was a pretty even matchup between those two teams. So, taking a look now, um, yeah, Canes. Who 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 knows? What the heck's going to happen coming up here? So what I want to talk about now, as I mentioned, it, it, with fans coming back, good to see. A lot of the NBA teams are starting to have fans as well. But the issue that we had this past week was that uh, there was a player, Russell Westbrook, I'm sure you all know, had gotten hurt and was walking back to the locker room. And so a fan had like dumped like a whole bucket of popcorn on him. Trey Young, who plays for the Hawks, and the Hawks are playing at Madison Square Garden in New York, got spit on. Now, both those fans got in, uh, are, have been suspended indefinitely, which somebody was asking me, is like that a lifetime suspension? And technically it could be, but you know, at some point those fans could be uh, allowed back into the arena. And it just kind of made me think I was – as much as, and I say this now that I know as much as a lot of us are all fired up, we're, we're fans. We, we, when, you know, we're, we're going into like, this is just not a good look going into, you know, say we're, we're, we're pushing to open arenas back up and let fans back in and fans need to be a part of the game. And they've got fucking dipshits dumping popcorn on people and, and, and spitting on players. And it's like, holy shit. I mean, I get it. You're fired up. Like, you know, if I ever, you know, went to, like an Ohio State game, and we're sitting there, and the Michigan bus pulls up. You see Jim Harbaugh walking. I like to think that you know I might I might like yell some stuff at him, but God, I don't think I'd ever like spit at, spit on him or like try to dump my drink on him or anything like that. And so kind of a not a, not a good look for the you know the the, the fans. You know, like they said, they are got suspended indefinitely. That's a it's a weird thing where I I, I always in a, in a sense try to. You, you, Preach forgiveness and, and giving folks a second chance, and and I'm and I'm sure that at at some point 
maybe those fans will be allowed to go back in, and maybe not for a couple years, but it. I think people all make mistakes, and yeah, it was it was pretty stupid what they did, but in 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 my opinion, I think if there's if there's different precautions, whether they have to go somehow apologize to those players or whatnot. Maybe there's a chance I can let it back in. I'm sure that other folks are going to call me crazy or say that that's ridiculous, and because I know if I were if there ever came a point where I did something dumb like that, I would hope that I would be given an opportunity to to maybe to be able to to go back into the stadiums at some point. I know uh, I have a, a friend who lives in Charlotte. He was telling me one time that he had a cousin or or boyfriend of a cousin or somebody. He just told me the story and it went to a Panthers Carolina Panthers game. And had got a little banged up and was talking some smack. I think threw a punch on somebody and got like the indefinite suspension. And then he had to take like a bunch of like different like classes and stuff to to be able to get a lot back in. So maybe that's what the what these players do that they can come in here. They can get a you know a couple classes. I don't know if it's like alcoholic anonymous like classes or some or something like that, but. Yeah, just you, you, you definitely you, you hate to see it there with 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 fans acting like that way. And I just I feel bad. I feel bad for the players too. Um, like Sears and so Trey Young who plays for the Hawks. They're playing in Madison Square Garden, which the the Knicks are that like they're they're always a very they used to be good and they have been good the last couple of years. But they have such a like kind of like the Browns. They have such a passionate fan base, and now that they're playing well again. Folks are just going off the rocker and. The first game that Atlanta played in New York, Trey Young made a shot with like 0.9 seconds left to win the game for the Hawks, and so it was kind of like, you know, kind of like you know, telling the crowd, like giving them the, the the quiet sign, like hey, like you know, shut up, you know, hey, do you like that and stuff. And so for the second game, folks are just tearing into Trey Young. Trey Young, I haven't seen pictures. I guess he's balding, which like. In a sense, as you as a player, it comes with the territory that sometimes, like if I was, if that was, as a player, he, it probably comes with your, hey, folks are gonna are gonna find ways to poke funny. I guess before the uh, the game that they're outside the arena, for in Madison Square Garden, they were handing out these like papers that said, hey, like at the, during this quarter, we're gonna chant, you know, Trey is balding, <laughs> like they're gonna do that cheer, and so. I I, it, I don't know where I was going with that. I honestly just lost my train of thought and 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 full transfer. Oh, this was this is where I was going to. Is I'm gonna gonna lead into something else here. So with all I say all that because the Knicks going crazy. There was a video that populated on uh, Barstool Sports. And, like the Knicks fans were going nuts outside, and somebody like commented to it. It's like, oh man, like they only won. They only have won one game in the first round, and like this is the reaction. And I quote tweeted it. And I I mentioned I brought it made me think of a memory I had a couple like back in 2006, so in 2006 the Tigers the first year they were kind of good they had been historically bad made the playoffs the first time since like the late 80s and they had kind of they were in the division league going down to the, the stretch of the season blew the division on the last day Twins ended up winning division Tigers got the wild card which means they had to play the one seed the Yankees in the first round. So first two games are in New York. Tigers get their ass kicked in game one. Squeeze out a doozy and win game two. Game three, 
is the first playoff game in Detroit since like the late 80s. And the Tigers actually win. Kenny Rogers, who's like 38 years old, pitches a magnificent game. Um, Tigers beat the Yankees. And outside of Detroit, it was like very similar. It, it, it reminded me of what what it was like outside of New York a couple nights ago. So I tweeted, and I was like, hey, like, honestly, I don't believe these guys because, like, you know, back in 2006, like, this is the scenario with Detroit, and they won. And, 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 and honestly, at that point, like, I was all for it. So we, when we see things like that, I think it's good to have context that, that fans are going to celebrate. Now, I would, I would say this, too, that if it is a – in certain moments, like, if I was a uh, – it all depends, like, I'd like to think here, since we're talking about the Canes, I'd like to think that the next five to ten years, the Canes have a good core group of players that they're going to consistently be good. And let's say the Canes win a Stanley Cup in the next three years. It's like five years down the line. Like if the Canes win like a first-round playoff game, like I, I wouldn't I want fans to be fired up. But like to, you know, it come, it, it's almost like a, hey, like act like you've been there type deal. But for these fans who like – haven't experienced their team being good in so long and like finally like see a win like yeah like hell yeah like go for it like get you know get fu- get fired up like you know you don't see the the patriots after winning a, a division a first round playoff game going nuts but it's it, 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 i guess it comes with the the territory as your as your team is consistently playing well and so you know, I think that's all I got for y'all today. I definitely, I wanted to come on. Uh, didn't didn't have a whole lot to say, but kind of wanted to recap uh, how I was feeling after the the Canes kind of wrapping up their series. As they played Tampa Bay, I have to look at the bracket because they beat Tampa Bay. I think they played the winner of the Islanders and Boston, maybe. I think I'd I'd have to look on there, but definitely looking forward to to the next series. And hopefully I can maybe come back here on Monday and Tuesday and hopefully have some, some good things to say. I think the, maybe the Canes probably play on Sunday, so they'll probably play on Tuesday. So maybe, maybe Wednesday time frame or maybe after the game on Sunday I'll come back on here. Hopefully I have some, some good things to say about the Canes. So, uh, but, yeah, that's all I got today. So for those of you out there listening, I appreciate you taking the time. Hopefully you, you continue to enjoy listening to the podcast, and I'm sure I'll talk to you all sometime soon. This is the Burning Bridges Podcast with Uncle Riles. I'm your host, Uncle Riles himself.